0: Hi, this is Coach Colette, and I am really excited to introduce this new Coach Chat segment. It's my conversation with Nicole Centeno, who is the founder and CEO of Splendid Spoon. I am an ambassador for Splendid Spoon, and I first heard Nicole speak at a panel of women entrepreneurs. And I was so inspired by her story that I immediately went up to her and introduced myself to her at the end of the panel. And we had a great conversation about health and wellness, about how wellness is a lifetime commitment. And I became so much more interested in the plant-based meals that Splendid Spoon offers. So in this conversation, we talk about the origin story for Splendid Spoon. And Nicole shares how she was inspired to create the products and the brand based on her challenges with food and eating well and eating more healthy plant-based meals and we also talk about her founder's journey as a female entrepreneur. So I hope that you are also inspired by this episode and that you learn a few things about plant-based meals as well as the challenges and triumphs of being an entrepreneur. Get ready and listen up. So this is Coach Colette, and I'm excited for this episode of Coach Chat. I have with me Nicole Centeno, who is the founder and CEO of Splendid Spoon, and we're going to hear all about that fantastic um, brand and that I am a big fan of. And she's on a mission to make busy lives healthier through a fresh plant-based meal routine, which again, I said that I love and I have my favorite flavors and we can talk about yours and mine and and all that <laughs> fun stuff. But uh, let's get started. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you for having me, Colette. It's my pleasure. So yeah, I guess I would say the carrot, ginger, cacao, almond are two of my favorite smoothies. What about you?
1: Yeah, I think I like the chocolate cherry smoothie is one of my favorites. And then the A, B and J is another one of my favorites. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I forgot about chocolate cherry. Any excuse to have chocolate for breakfast, I'm all down. I know. Yeah, it's a
1: really good smoothie bowl.
0: (laughs) So, so yeah. So how did this all start? Were you sitting in your kitchen one day kind of mixing things together I know you've got some culinary training. So I I also appreciate the fact that, you know, it's plant-based and it's also, you know, based in science and all, all of that. So, which is something that's important to me, but tell us how you got started with all of this.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I, it was really when I was pregnant with my first son, Grover, and that's a time in my life where I really put the magnifying glass on what I was eating. And at that time, I was so busy. I was trying to start a career in food. I had been working full time in media. Um, I also had a history with eating disorders. So there was all this kind of like push and pull of like, I don't want to be in a destructive place with food again. I absolutely love food. I'm busy. Now I'm pregnant and I need to take care of myself. Like, how am I going to keep it all together? (laughs) And I decided that I wanted to do at least one thing for myself every day that was really nourishing and genuinely really, really great for me. So that meant having something that was an actual meal, sitting down for it, and having it be totally plant-based. At the time, I was also eating like lots of croissants. I was prone to having a latte and a muffin for my lunch. I would then go out to a restaurant or order takeout for my dinner. So You know, like not very balanced, not very wholesome. And in spite of my background in science, like just not really very good for me. And this idea of taking care of myself the way that my mom would really made me feel great and helped me to eliminate a lot of the stress around healthy eating. So that's the whole idea around Splendid food. It's this idea that small changes really do make a big difference in your health. It can be as simple as having one plant-based meal a day. And you can make that meal really, really easy and quick and practical for a very busy life.
0: That's amazing. And I would say that my journey with Splendid Spoon has been similar in that I was, I originally (laughs) thought, no, I originally thought, okay, right, these are great and it will be the one meal. You know, I'd already, like, I don't eat meat, but, you know, do eat fish and wasn't even really thinking about the dairy. And then when I started eating, drinking the smoothies and eating the soups, it started bringing my attention to how dairy affected my body, you know, sort of like the, the being congested. And so I was, I started to think, Hmm, okay, she must be onto something here. And so I started (laughs) making changes slowly myself and that, and that was kind of unexpected.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that was the reason that I stuck with it really is that it made me feel a lot better. And I noticed that eating less dairy, eating less meat made me have fewer aches and pains. I had more energy in the middle of the day and it became kind of a gateway for healthier eating. Like it wasn't that I was gonna stop eating pizza or not going out to eat, but it made me just a lot more aware. And it made me a lot more aware of, of like these little changes that could make a difference in how, and how I had energy for the rest of my day. Like having a side of vegetables instead of having my bag of chips really did make me feel better. Mm -hmm.
0: And then how, because I could see this is an amazing choice that you made for yourself. I could imagine that you're making it for your family, your children. How did you go from there to saying, okay, now I want to spread this
1: (laughs) around the world? Mm -hmm. I think it's because it was so transformative. I was like, it's really this simple. Maybe it's not easy because most of what we have access to is not great for us. So how can I make it easier? Like How can I make that shift happen for more people? And it, it became a mission for me. It became something bigger than just satisfying my own needs and solving my own problems. It became something that i was really energized by honestly it, it was like the fuel that woke me up every morning and still talking to customers seeing my team use the product hearing how it helps people that is really like the energizing battery force for me and it's still astounding to me like it really is not that complicated <laughs> wellness does not have to be complicated and I think that's a big part of what i try to show people with blended spoon and what we try to talk about um with our community is that you don't have to over complicate things to achieve your wellness goals
0: mm-hmm. right i think and 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 i think also though the taste is important right because i feel like yeah some years ago it seemed like oh if you wanted to eat healthy or i don't know how much of that was our perception that it didn't taste good And how much of that was reality? Like, what were you, you were obviously thinking initially about changing your health. And then as you have now expanded to help others change theirs, taste is an important factor, would you
1: say? Yeah. I mean, you don't repeat what you don't love. And we love to love food. And so, like, why not make it taste amazing? And that was another inspiration for me, having gone to culinary school, trying to take these Traditional meals that were made with dairy, different chowders, different meat stews, and how to make them taste as good without the meat, without the dairy, without the butter that's just like a fun creative challenge too mm,
0: that's a, yeah, it does sound exciting in in terms of what what can I do to create an awesome taste without adding all of these other ingredients?
1: Yeah, and I, I think it also, I'm half Filipino. And so I've always been really curious about how different cultures eat. And when you when you're challenged, right, with different limitations or parameters, whether it's not adding meat or um, not eating dairy, you start to expand your horizons. And so it really, it helps me to look at a lot of different cultures and how how we eat in India, how we eat in Southeast Asia, how we, Northern Africa, like all of these different cultures have soups and stews and plant dense whole grain heavy meals that keep you really satisfied and taste really amazing, taste really unique. And so that was also a big kind of fun experiment for me was like sort of traveling through the different cuisines of the world to find food that people would, would be surprised by and ultimately find really delicious.
0: Right. I would say that, yes. I and and experiencing it, I'm always surprised. It's like, oh, I would have never thought to have combined that or having the, you know, the chickpeas with the sweet taste and then sort of Yeah. You know, different beans and the greens I mean there's so Mm -hmm. many different options even you know and it it is kind of a fun surprise when you get the box and you're like okay what's going to be in it this time you know yeah definitely and being able to think like oh I didn't know that's what a Moroccan stew would taste like or you know like being able to right right
1: yeah tagine or in the Middle East they cook with a lot of tahini and dried fruits and so like what does that look like when you put it into a stew Mm mm-hmm
0: so I know when you entered the space, right, there were other meal delivery companies and there are obviously other ones now. So how do you continue to differentiate Splendid Spoon?
1: I think one of the biggest differences between us and other meal companies is that we really are ready to eat. So we're not sending you like cups of half-made soup or smoothies that need to be blended or ingredients that need to be chopped, or you don't really need anything else. You open the box and you can open a bottle and enjoy it right then and there, or you can bring it to work and have it in a simple break room. And I I think that's the big difference for us is I know that people who are genuinely busy don't have a stovetop, don't have a blender, don't have even an extra five minutes to chop something up. And so that's a really big differentiator for us, really making it accessible to people who, who really do need to, to eat quickly.
0: Hey, it's Coach Colette. Did you know that busy can be healthy? Well, it can be when you take advantage of the meals provided by Splendid Spoon. Splendid Spoon offers ready-to-eat, nourishing plant-based smoothies and soups. I love them. There is an option for cacao almond or chocolate cherry, and what better way than to have chocolate for breakfast? Splendid Spoon plans are designed to kickstart your healthy habits, both at breakfast and at lunch, so you can reach your health goals. Each meal has the freshest, plant-based, gluten-free and GMO-free ingredients and nothing else. And oh my God, they are yummy. Want to learn more? I can give you an offer. You can save $50 on your first Splendid Spoon offer. Just go to Splendid.to forward slash Colette Ellis. So that's Splendid.to forward slash C-O-L-E-T-T-E-E-L-L-I-S. And you'll be able to begin your Splendid Spoon journey. I look forward to hearing about your favorite flavors. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the entrepreneur's journey because we're both entrepreneurs, and I think we talked. You talked about your mission and helping other people and the taste and the creativity. What has been your experience though of really bringing this vision to the marketplace? Was there anything in particular about being a female entrepreneur? Does that do you see yourself? any, now I wouldn't say differently, but like, is that something that's important to you in this founder's journey?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that my experience as a woman is that I think a lot more holistically. So I certainly am driven by a mission and I'm driven by this goal to create access for healthy food to more people. And my path to get there involves a lot of components, right? So I have to be responsible as uh, economically with how the business is designed. I put a lot of pressure on myself to build a team culture that is really sustainable and nurturing. And I, I really focus a lot on how, how we work together and collaborate. And so that to me is, is a big part of, of the journey, is kind of like always being aware of these different elements versus just this very linear like we have to get to this point tomorrow and and sometimes that's a struggle honestly you know I I think like holding space for the people and the dynamic of a business is another effort and another way of navigating versus just seeing a goal and kind of like putting the blinders on and going for it I think in a lot of ways it would be so easy if I could do that if I could just put my blinders on and like go for that that singular goal it would be a lot simpler I I I personally is like my heart is not in that that method and so I I haven't been able to do it that way and I also believe that following this more holistic sort of inclusive journey has allowed me to see different patterns um, more quickly, and to make decisions that have been really sustainable for my business. So because I wanted to prioritize really great food and a really healthy team culture, I said no to manufacturing my own food and found a co-packer. And so that allowed me to let go of the responsibility to build a space, hire all of the people to actually make the food, and focus instead on a tighter-knit team and deeper innovation on the food product side. So, you know, I mean, I think there are so many different ways to be an entrepreneur and so many different ways to lead. And um, I do feel really proud, I guess, of, I think, the way that women tend to hold space more for for these that more holistic perspective.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so I love that you mentioned team, like how, what was that journey like to go from, okay, it's me, it's my idea, I've gotten, you know, proof in the marketplace, this is happening to, okay, bringing on this person and the next person, like what was that scaling journey like?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of how I've tried to scale has been through um, ability and character. So like the ability and the skills that I need at that time. And then the character that will carry us through to the next phase and the character that can evolve with us. And that's hard to find both for sure. But I think I've been lucky in that the very first person that I hired is actually still with us. And I, yeah. And and in the way that I thought it's like ability and character. So I looked at NYU food studies as a resource for finding talent because I believe they would have both. They would have someone with the ability to understand um what a nourishing meal actually was the ability to probably explain it to someone in a sales capacity and the character you know if you're in a program that's looking at sustainable agriculture and studying the way that our food system works then that character element is really there so i've i've always kind of kept that in mind as i've as i've hired and we've certainly had to As we've gotten bigger, then we have to look for more specific skill sets, but it's still very much rooted in that ability and character lens. Mm
0: -hmm. And then, so, and for those of us that are in the ambassador community, like how did that idea get birthed?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that was pretty organic, right? I, I think like early on, we had a lot of people in the nutrition and wellness space who felt that the product and the mission resonated with their own personal mission, and that's always the best way to build an ambassador community, right? Because it is a community of other entrepreneurs and a community of people who have their own followers and their own communities, and and it's super important that the, the interests are, are really, really aligned. So that was, we let the community sort of like decide that for us. And, and it's still, it's still similar. It's, it's still very much folks who are in the wellness space, um, maybe working for themselves as a coach or, um, working, working toward maybe a nutrition degree. And they're really excited about, again, like helping people access healthier food in really practical ways. Mm -hmm.
0: And, and so now, um, as you continue your journey, how do you continue to maintain your health and
1: well-being? I try to set really clear boundaries. <laughs> That's probably the, the main tool that I have for myself. I have a really specific routine for myself in the morning. I meditate every day. When I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. And when I'm at work, I'm at work. And that's kind of it. Um, and, you know, if, if at seven o'clock things at work have not been completed, then it, I have to do them the next day. And, and that for me is really like accepting that I do need rest, accepting that I do need time to reflect and journal and meditate. And that is what helps me to make clear decisions. That's what helps me to be present. That's what helps the business to succeed
0: that 's great so it's it's like you 're walking your talk it 's not just a slogan on a bag right that we 're getting it 's actually right. part of your life
1: yeah i, I mean i 'm such a believer in that i wouldn't be able to function if if i wasn 't taking good care of myself mm-hmm. right,
0: and it is tough as as entrepreneurs i mean i I have similar um rituals i don't journal as often probably uh, but i do meditate and i can notice the difference for myself when i don't meditate and it's not it's not huge but it's small enough but still noticeable enough when i'm like ooh that bothered me and i like right oh right you've been off your meditation game
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: And so, and I've also been asking all of my guests the question that aligns with our brand and our mission is what does Start Within mean to you?
1: Yeah, it really means to be grounded. I I think that we do have a very strong inner voice that will tell us um, where we need to be and what we can be grateful for in any given moment. And if you can start there and start with that, Listening experience, listening to yourself, then it creates a lot more ease and peace <laughs> with with how you approach any given situation. Mm-hmm. Right,
0: that grounding, that sense of coming from within yourself, um, and, and that can be challenging, right? Be, because you know, for you, you've got a team, right? you, you I'm sure you get right. people coming with things from all directions, right? How do you, how do you keep your boundaries clear in terms of, like you said, I, I love what you said about like, if it's seven o'clock, it's the next day, right? Then how do you, how does your team know that or, or vice versa? Like, how does your family know? Oh, well, mommy or, or Nicole's at work. How do you maintain those boundaries?
1: Yeah. I mean, during the day it's easier, right? Because my kids are old enough to go to school now. Um, I mean, it wasn't always like that. And I think it, it you have to let it evolve when the kids are little, the boundaries are like small, right? It's like, okay, I have 15 minutes, I have five minutes, I have an hour, and you do the best you can in that time frame. And then because it's the baby or it's a team member who's new or whatever it is that needs more attention, you go back. And that is hard, right? It's hard to kind of switch gears, but It's a process that I think is really important. Otherwise, it all gets so intertwined and you do start to lose that ability to listen, that ability to ground yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I know you also have a cookbook. Is that, am I correct in in that? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. So early on in the journey, I wrote a book. And so people were kept asking me for a cleanse, a cleanse. I want to do a soup cleanse. And I'm a big believer in doing a reset, which is actually what we call the product on our website. I wasn't a big believer in like the term cleanse, because I think it creates a lot of confusion with people. Um, But it was an opportunity. And I felt it was a great platform for me to really describe my belief system. And I wrote, yeah, I think a really beautiful cookbook with uh, a couple of my friends helping with the photos and helping to test the recipes. And it's a collection of over 60 recipes that are all plant based soups and stews. And some of them you can find on blendedspoon.com now. And some of them are just special to that cookbook. And interspersed without are sort of all the different ways that you can combine them for energy or if you're looking to have a lighter. Um, sort of meal format during the warmer months and or if you're looking to heal when you're feeling under the weather and maybe more of the winter months and so they're all designed to kind of mix and match for different functions and and also just to feed yourself really nourishing food and we also included uh so mindful exercises to help you ground yourself and to be present to your food because I do believe so strongly that Food is this beautiful human ritual that we have that awakens all of our senses and gives us that communion with our earth uh, that, that we can appreciate every day. That's
0: amazing. Yeah, I think that sense of mindful eating, which can be tough uh, when you have a, quote, busy life, uh, and yet we yeah. all can still make a different choice about being with our food and also if we are eating with others, right? Being with the people with whom we're eating, right? So bringing back that yes. sacredness to food and that sacredness to uh, meal exchange.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's fantastic. So we'll be sure to share uh, with our listeners the the link to the book. Are there other? How else can people learn about you and and learn more about Splendid Spoon?
1: I mean, SplendidSpoon.com shows you all of the amazing, beautiful recipes that we make and that you can have delivered to your home. And then Spoon on Instagram, um, we're doing lots of different content on our stories to show you what's going on behind the scenes, different meal hacks, different ways to enjoy the reset products, and just different kind of tips on how to keep life enjoyable and light. I think we really consider our role in the wellness space to be joyful and more of a of a place for release versus a place of kind of like seriousness. And so that is very much what you'll, what you'll enjoy with, with our presence online.
0: Absolutely. Yes. I think it, it is. And that, that sense of, for me, it, is also a reset. Like I know, you know, we talked about drinking the smooth- smoothies for breakfast, but sometimes I will actually also have sips at the end of the day to kind of cleanse my palate yeah. before I eat again. Um, because it's almost like you know, it helps to clear out whatever whatever yuckies I might have acquired during the
1: day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll also have one like instead of going to the coffee shop and getting something sweet all have a half of a smoothie and it satisfies that craving and it's, it's like carrots and ginger and makes me feel really good too. That's fantastic. So, well, I'm
0: excited that we had the chance to connect today and I'm really glad that you made this choice for yourself and created this opportunity for all of us to create a, a new choice around food for, for ourselves.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having
0: me. That's fantastic. Um, So thanks everyone for listening. This has been another episode of coach chat and I will be in the studio again soon. So I look forward to chatting with you. And until then, this is coach Colette helping you to start within to finish strong.